and we're back with another one. It's a Tuesday. Guys, this is our 30th episode. How crazy is that? 30. Crazy. 30. We're almost at a year. We're not at a year yet. But yeah, we're, we're not at a there. year yet. It's crazy. But anyway, you're listening to The Average Jays. I am Jay, Jeremy Francois. And I am Justin, Justin Ruiz. I am Jay, Justin Ruiz. You yep. would think after 30 episodes, <laughs> I wouldn't flub the intro. I just said my name twice. But it's okay. I'm Jay, Justin Ruiz. Let him know. Um, but yeah, I was about to say like 30 years of recording, but I'm like, it's only been 30 <laughs> episodes. I feel like it's, we had a milestone. Uh, but I do, for those listenings, help us. I'm just going to knock the, throw this out there. Help us get to a hundred. Okay. We're at, well, what do we got? 70 followers on IG. I think so. Just help us Something get, more like that. get some, get some listeners. Get the um, word out. That, Don't be afraid. Tag us, post us, share us, tweet us. If you hear something that we might like to talk about, let us know. Yeah, mentions, do, do any type of submissions. Every once in a while, I throw up questions uh, and polls on the Spotify when I uh, put up episodes. So you can check in on those periodically. Boom, boom, kachoo. <laughs> All right. So we're going to keep a little light on the, the world news, the, 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 the U.S. news, because this is specifically U.S., not world. Um, I just want to pose a question to you, Justin. Should the orange president of last time go to pr- prison? Well, I do like how you use the correct Latin phrasing of the ex-president. But, I like how you pick up all my language skills. But, um, I don't know. It's a little hard. I do tend to, to lean more liberal. Um, but you know, the, the events of January 6th, which are still under investigation and this long trial that's continuously going on and on, um, you know, they're getting more and more complex as we go. And it has been posed like, should our former president be, you know, held accountable for what happened? Like, let's make no mistake here. This was a and we've touched on this topic before. It was a domestic terrorism incident. There was a riot of U.S. citizens that stormed the Capitol building just because they felt like it. Yep. And it was started or perpetuated by our former president. That is not an opinion. It is a fact. He tweeted about it. He even incited it in his speech the day of. His former administration that was with him that day have also corroborated that, that he did incite the unrest that led to the riot. So, you know, we kind of blur a line here. Like, technically, did he do that? Did he break down the door? No. But did he, was he the one that added the fuel to the fire? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. He even he has even admitted it outwardly that he kind of goaded them. So, no. you know, where does that draw the line, right? Like he didn't pull the trigger himself, but should he not be held accountable for his words that incited a riot? I mean, I th- I think he should. I think at the very least he should be brought in as a witness 
or cross-examined during the trial because oh, this yeah. is, you know, it's <sighs> when you are someone with a influence, whether it be politician, influencer, Celebrity. random famous person, right? Yeah. Like you have influence over people, you know, as dumb as it might sound, like your words are heavy and they carry weight. And some people will blindly follow what you say. So there is an inherent responsibility that comes with a following, you know? So I, I do think there is some degree of responsibility that our former president should um, be upheld to. Yeah. And you say the word should, but you know, he's a child. Um, but you can hear the bias in my voice. Um, <laughs> we can, we can all agree for those of you listening, uh, be it, uh, whatever, whatever side you believe in. I, I don't want to say whole, my, my, my instant reaction is like, yeah, he should just go to jail and throw away the key. That's my instant reaction. But mm-hmm. obviously I can, I take time to think he, you said the word before accountability is something that he should, there should be, he should be held accountable. The fact that it's taking this long boggles the mind for me because again, not to get into the race factor or whatever poor factor. Like if I was just a poor person, it would have been immediate. Like, Oh no, yeah, he did it. Or if I was black, it would have just been immediate. Like this guy should be in he like Trump. From, mo- from most people's uh, viewpoint is vilified. But then there are a lot of people that are just like, and eh, we'll see, he's going to go like, that. it's going to happen, he's going to go to jail. I think mm-hmm. he should. Uh, or he should, pay this, he should pay in some shape or form. Um, so I found this piece here, it's a small blurb here, that a, fellow, a federal judge had sentenced a, a person by the name of Guy Riffitt to seven years of prison, prison for participating in the riots. And not only that, he has to pay $2,000 in restitution, that, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And his daughters, I, th- I believe it says I here, mean, just $2,000? Yeah, required to pay $2,000 in restitution and face three years of super... Yeah, okay. it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's like, you know... I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they destroyed... The like, and, and I don't know... Yeah, and I don't know if this person has that kind of money. Like, I don't know Very this person's true. life. Very true. But what hit me was that his daughter spoke out and said that the former the former president should be face accountable because if if his if their dad is going to jail, like President Trump Trump needs to definitely go to jail because there's, there's a connection there. There are facts, as you said before. Yeah. Um, I'm not a uh, judge, lawyer slash politician, but when it comes to the laws. And we have the evidence right in front of us, past, present, whatever, future. There, sh- there should be. He should be going to jail. I don't know how long it should be. I don't know how much he should pay or whatever. I don't think there should be bail. I, I, I don't know if that works in the same way when it comes to federal jail. But he needs to be held accountable for a fact. Like that's that needs to happen. Because think about it. What if what if he succeeded? And we, this would be a different America. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's, I don't think it's a, he didn't succeed. I would say that he didn't fail because to be honest, like, yeah, he didn't fail. We don't know what the intent was, I guess, or what he was out to accomplish. He was saying that, you know, he was saying that he was in not so many words telling people to like, take back the vote. He thought that he was robbed, you know, during his, um, his second run against Biden. 
So he was pretty much saying like, hey, go take it back physically. So I don't think he succeeded because obviously he's not president, but he didn't fail because he kind of showed his followers, the rest of the world, really, that he has such a strong following that they are willing to hang on every word that he says. We're talking about, you know, some of the best dictators in history. What were they gifted in? The speech. Their speech, yeah. Yeah, it's public 100%. speaking. So if you are able to ignite, you know, a fire in someone, you, you hold, like, the keys to the castle. You know what I mean? Like, if you get enough people behind you, you're talking about a revolution. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, he didn't fail. Like, I never saw it as a failure. Yeah. Like, and... I, yeah, succeed. And when I use the word succeed, I don't mean like becoming president. At, at that point, my 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 the dark timeline, as the community viewers would know, <laughs> would be that he becomes a dictator instead of a president. Yeah, that is the worst case scenario. But to to attack democracy, and look, I'm not, I'm not like a. America, democracy, blah blah blah. I'm like, but like to attack our rights as a people is dangerous because yeah. everything's been built on that. Listening to the people, which not to get super into the politics of stuff, but you know, both sides, republic or not, or, or democratic, they're not listening to the people. There's a lot of things that we need help in. We've said it many times in our uh, previous episodes. Like, the people need help. Our country needs help. Yeah. And you can start by holding this man accountable. And we can go into a rabbit hole with this, but I want to continue accountability in the topic of will the man Smith has apologized genuinely, or so I think, to Chris Rock in public via the internet? What do you think? So you kind of go from one person who is unwilling to apologize, right? Yeah. To another yep. person that is very willing to apologize. So, yeah, he has gone in and... So, I do think it was genuine. The weird part for me is... Yeah. Now, like, did he confront Chris Rock? Like, did he go to him first and be like, hey, I'm well, he sorry, man. It, he said it in the thing that he reached out, but he okay. wasn't ready to. Yeah, uh, but Chris, Chris Rock wasn't. Chris Rock wasn't. Good. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock wasn't ready to talk to him. Okay, so but, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that makes this disingenuine. I think he was very genuine. I did not see the entire apology video. I saw a snippet of it. Okay. Um, it was like five I, minutes, right? It's something like that. Yeah, I, I saw the I, whole thing. I forget. I am happy that he came out and apologized. You know, it was it was a pretty big blemish on what should have been a fantastic night for him. Yeah. And, you know, he, for anyone who was living under a rock during the, this past Academy Awards, Chris Rock was um, doing a quick bit on a couple people sitting down. And one of them happened to be Jada Pinkett Smith. He made a comment about her bald head and said that, you know, can't wait to see her in GI Jane too. And for those who don't know, she suffers from alopecia. So she didn't, look too happy with the joke and will smith took it upon himself to kind of in the middle of his set live tv across the world he walked up to chris rock smacked him across the face and cursed him out so it was 
something that was super unnecessary and like I said, I think tarnished his reputation. And then that was also the night that he finally won his Oscar. Yeah. So, you know, will history remember, you know, that was the night he won his Oscar or will they remember, Oh, that was the night that he won his Oscar right after smacking Chris Rock. I think, I think, and I think it would be both at some point. It's already a meme. All right. Let's just get literally the, like the moment it happened, it became a meme. I think it's going to go down as, as a meme and it's going to be funny for people. Now for the people in that circle, mm-hmm. it's not going to be funny. It's something they're just not going to talk about. I'm wondering what next year is going to be like, whoever's doing the stand up, whatever, you know, they're going to make fun of it. They're going to make fun of it. And that's, and that's the thing you got to laugh at it. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't recall ever seeing GI Jane. Uh, I mean, it's like a serious movie about a a woman joining the uh, military. No, no. But then like for my thing is from from what I the little that I know about that movie, I could only imagine. And look, this is just me. Look, I'm not a woman with alopecia. But if I was bald, just and you compared me to a woman who I'm my assumption is that she's a strong woman in this movie. Yeah, she just she, she had to get her head shaved. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Okay. so. Yeah, I would just assume, yeah, it's a strong woman in the army. Like, that's it. But look, no one, people think differently. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to say she should think this way. That's just clearly. Because when that happened, I was like, but it's a G.I. Jane joke. Isn't that like a good, strong female? I, I, you know, I think it was more so not that he was comparing the two. It was just a jab at her bald head. And oh, it was yeah, 100%. A, you know, and it was a, a throwaway rib at her. It wasn't like anything that he was. It was not, it was not malicious. Yeah. It and he, not. and. She wasn't the only one. Like I, I don't even remember at this point because you know the the situation has blown up so much. He had he was like messing with a couple people. It wasn't just her, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it, then it seemed like it was her, but I was like, no, literally everyone in the front. No, row. yeah, he he like you know he bothered like two or three other people in the crowd, and then you know it was Jada's turn, and then you know the thing happened. But regardless, I'm happy that will apologize. I do hope as a human being, you know. Chris Rock can forgive him and cut and they can both move on and do their thing yeah. and be all love. But you know, I, it's, it's unfortunate that this happened, you know, Will's a human, but yeah. and, and I was going to get, I yeah, am yeah. upset that it, that it did happen. I think, I think you should watch the whole thing. Cause when I watched it, like when it first happened, personal opinion, I thought he shouldn't have handled that way in the video. He addresses that. And I'm not, I don't know if you've seen, uh, little clip or a still he does say that he knows that is not the right way to handle a yeah. situation like that he says that in the video he apologizes to chris his mom his brother and quest love who also at the, in that moment was supposed to win that or his award mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he apologized and then the one thing he was answering questions because he also from the fans and he was apologizing to the fans like you and me or rather you and i um because it did affect us because it we look up to him yeah. and he apologizes for that. And then that to me, I took that to heart and I was like, all right, cool. And I said to myself internally, I was like, I hope his image gets better. Cause again, I thought so too. He is human. People make mistakes. It's just, he's in a different light because you know, someone like me, if I went up and smacked Chris rock, I'm going to jail for life. <laughs> so for someone with that kind of power, so speaking of Will Smith, he just got a slap on the wrist, basically. And I'm not saying he only deserves a slap on the wrist, but things happen. And 
Yeah, no, you're he he definitely got lucky because of A, who he is, and B, because Chris Rock was such a charges. professional in that moment. Charges. You know? So yeah, it's it is what it is, you know. Like we keep saying, he's a human and all that. But yeah. I'm happy that he made a public statement finally, and I, I and I hope that his reputation starts to get better. Like you said, like um, yeah, I, I like that I, he did I mirrored the same thing right away too because he it was like three months. Like he spent that time reflecting. He like yeah. he says all this. He like he spent time because like literally I was scrolling on Instagram and I was like, oh, Will Smith posted something, and I was like, wow, okay, cool. Like he's he's owning up to it. He apologized to everyone, even his family. Um, one of the questions that definitely stood out, it was everyone was asking this question, did Jada make you do this? And he says no. Everyone was asking it. Cause like Ridiculous. It, it is but it is a dumb question, but also a valid question. But then it's you can hear the I can hear a lot of misogynist people saying, like, hey, did your wife make you do that? Cause you mm-hmm. know, you can go to a group for that. Like people are trying to egg, you know, figure things out. But like let the man apologize. Let us do his thing. And let him work for it, you know? Yeah. I want to see him in more movies. I want to see him come back. Because he was making a comeback, and now he just took a, like, dive. Well, yeah. Now he you know, he come back again. Yeah, he literally just won his first Oscar for King Richard. And then, you know, now he has to kind of work back up. And who knows if he'll be... I, I think he got banned from at least... Yeah, he got banned for about 10 years. Yeah, that, um, 10 years. So, I mean, the Academy can reverse it and all that, but I can't imagine, like, it's going to happen for next year, you know? Yeah. We'll see. But I hope he gets he gets his thing. All right. And uh, some lighter news, stuff about us. What <laughs> are you reading, watching, and or playing? Damn, we need, a, like, a theme song. Like, boop, 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 <laughs> so for me, I, as everyone knows, am illiterate. So I don't read because I suck. But Stop it. it's a choice. <laughs> You're not dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna make a shirt like reading is my choice. And like <laughs> I, I choose not to. I, it, I'm gonna make it like a campaign shirt. Um so oh what I've been God. watching, I literally today, a couple hours ago. I rewatched um, Into the Spider Verse. Nice, and just just cause honorable mention, you know, beautiful movie. Animation is never; it's never getting old. The story is so inspiring. What's upsetting, though, kind of a non sequitur, but they pushed the other movies and made it a two parter, which was upsetting. But yeah, continue. like we'll see how it goes. But the first one, yes, Into the, the Spider Verse, will always have a very special place in my heart. I love it. You can tell it was a, a work of great freaking, passion project. Yeah, passion. Just everyone had so much love for the character, like, so much love for the story. 100%. There's Easter eggs galore throughout and like actual lore from all different universes of Spider-Man. So it was fa- absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I just rewatched that today. Literally talk f- about love. That is a movie that is the word love. Like they that was passion behind that movie it, it's a movie where it's like i remember seeing it for the first time and i think we've spoken about it before yeah. maybe off air but it's one of those movies where when you watched it the first time you're like oh this is an instant classic like this is an instant masterpiece because of the pioneering animation that they did because yeah. 
there has never been animation like that before. Like that, exactly. And then, you know, the mix between new story and old lore coming together was perfect. All the different characters they had, you know, it it's a work of art. I, I challenge people to watch that movie and not fall in love with it. Facts. So if you don't, then challenge us in the <laughs> DMs. We'll we'll fight you with some words. So that's that. Me and Erica have been watching. I don't know if I mentioned this last time. Game I might of have, Thrones. But we've yeah, we're watching Game of Thrones. We are in. We're at the end of season two. Noise. Or no, at the beginning of season two. Because I remember last year we were at the end of season one. Season one, right? So Spoiler we're at the mid. We're at the middle. Did the beheading happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the okay. middle of season two. Okay. That's what it is. I think we're like, yeah, like three, four episodes into season two, something like that. Maybe more. But so, yeah, we're, we're towards the, the back end of season two. Uh, Eric is still loving it. Um, we've been watching the latest season of Married at First Sight because that's one of Married Erica's guilty pleasures. So we were watching that. We're up to the reunions when you find after out it's actually you <laughs> Eric was like, oh you're gonna make me watch this again <laughs> no i did tell her like we she finished it she watched most of, most of it by herself but then mm. she was watching the the reunion episodes ah. and they have a, it's a two-parter so we watched the first part together the other day and i was like oh you can't watch part two without me because it this is like yeah. you know it's it's the reunion three months later like all the you know cameras are gone and it's like all like crazy with drama and crap. So yeah. I was like, Oh, you got to watch it. Like we got to watch, like I have to be involved in that. So it, it's, it was the new season that was put onto Hulu. I think right now there's another season that's like airing, but this was the latest one that was put onto Hulu for streaming. And then, so that's what me and her were watching. I feel like, Oh, I got back into regular show. Like, Oh, yes, you texted me about that. Yes. Started from the very beginning. And it was crazy. It came up on my Hulu feed, and I was like, I should just join Justin on the ride. Because watching it, and that was the like out of those new shows around that era, that's the only show I finished. Dude. Like Adventure Time. Yeah, that was it. Man, that show. Oh, that was classic. (laughs) It's like, and I I never realized um, because in college we had watched it from the beginning, like the First, like three you were, seasons. Like, it I was think. when it was like first three seasons were yeah. out in college. So I, there's so many gems in those first like two, three seasons. Like bunch I didn't even ducks. realize. Yeah, bunch of baby ducks. Um, Garrett Bobby Ferguson. That's Garrett. <laughs> um, the coffee episode with the yes. coffee bean. Um, there's just so many like gems. Absolutely. Yeah, the first, gems. the first like half of that series is great because the basketball episode. They, yes. Like everything they did ended up in some like trippy, weird, like you got high and made this episode. But then literally the last season wasn't like that. It was just kind yeah, of Yeah, the like, last season they're just in it space. It was just regular. Yeah, they were just yeah. regularly doing stuff. Like they had a it was like a Seinfeld episode, but with no weird sci-fi yeah. trippy thing. It was just a regular thing. It was just like I feel like that show was so like I loved it when it aired. Like we we were a part of that generation, right? When it aired on Cartoon Network, because it's not for kids. Like it's very it's much really like, not. It it was made for us when we grew up with those 
those uh older shows yeah because we would get it but then yeah it's it's definitely not for kids kids are looking at just bright colors yeah exactly like, like you have freaking benson as a gumball machine like obviously like there was one scene where he was like quote unquote naked yeah. and then his like flipper the the flipper thing was up like you know uh, yep. i can say penis on this but it's penis up basically <laughs> like kids are gonna be like ha, he's naked pp pee but then it's like no like you no, should it's just know. it's just a gumball machine like it's not like like kids aren't gonna get that extra thing like there's so many jokes depending in it that, on the age yeah yeah like there's so many jokes in it that are really meant for like older viewers and the overall story and the I guess like the characters and stuff. It's you know, Mordecai and Rigby are in their early twenties. Like Yeah. It, yeah, it related to us to a certain degree because we were at when we got to college, we were eighteen, nineteen. But yeah. it's still related because then when we finished freshman year, we had to find summer jobs. So it made mm-hmm. sense. Like they worked in a park. It was cool. I loved the, all the characters. The freaking Ben you know who my favorite character was, right? Pops? Yeah. Because he was like, mm, Mordecai Rigby. <laughs> and then when he got beat up, he's like, mm-hmm. but then he was also like the most badass one in the group, yes. low key. Oh, Pops I just watched the uh, I just watched the the rapping episode with Pops where oh, um Childish yes, Gambino with, and Gambino. Tyler Creator. That was so good. Cla- that's a classic. That's, yep. And that's in season uh, three. So I'm saying like the first three seasons are like like gem after gem after gem. But yeah, that's that was the thing that I've I've been on. Uh, it's just been like my show that I watch whenever I have some downtime. I watch it and like just because I need to pay attention. They're short, what eleven, twelve minute episodes. Yeah, ten, ten so, to twelve. Yeah. So I gotta like pay attention to them. It's like Adventure Time too. Like you gotta pay attention because I remember there was one summer that's all I watched from beginning to like catching up. Like I remember going hard. I would have Wikia open, um, <laughs> not to like change everything up because I'm about to get back on it. Um, I knew where the the Easter or what's the, what do you call it? Not Easter eggs. The you know snail. Like, where, yeah, the snail. But it's like where's Waldo? Yeah. Um, but for the snail, I knew hidden. where all the yeah. snail, he, I, like I knew where he was in every episode. I knew what uh, Lady Rainicorn was saying. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, it was just that cool. It was that cool. I loved it, and I loved how every episode like connected. It was in like its own thing. Like you could ver- you could watch them out of order because it had like each individual stories, kind of like regular show, but there is an overarching story. Like there are callbacks, there are there is a through line. Like yeah. for those, yeah, like for and I remember telling my sister this. Like at the time, I'm like, yo, it's a good show. Like if you're a writer or you're a creator, watch it and see the oh, wackiness yeah. out of it. It's just like they that is that is just they're they're having fun. And they're doing. They're putting all their ideas on paper, and it comes. It becomes a thing. It's it's basically a writing. Every episode, you can see it as a writing exercise because Facts. it. The first half of the episode is they're doing a random everyday thing, and then it's like, how can you make it go out of control? Like yeah, weird. it reminds me of, uh, and this is kind of like a random one eighty, but it reminds me of Full Metal Jacket, where there's always that midpoint, and you find it where. The first half of that movie is wacky as hell. It's like comedic. And then there's that point where something breaks and everything just goes dark. Have you seen, you've seen Full Metal Jacket, right? I've seen Full Metal Jacket. I would not call the beginning of that movie comedic. It, but it's, it's more lighthearted. Like there's a, there's a split. Like I remember taking a class on that. We mm-hmm. were talking about it. 
So that like it's not the same as yeah, it's, regular it's show. The but there's always that split. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's that point. So in regular show, there's always a point where like let's say Rigby and Mordecai are doing something. Yeah. And they just like, oh, I gotta go get this sandwich or well, whatever. It's like the basketball episode, for example, right? That whole thing started because Margaret, Mordecai's love interest, is like, Hey, can you help me build a website? And he was like, Yeah, sure. He goes to the computer. Uh, one of their coworkers has it like blocked off for a couple uh, hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'll play basketball. Like I'll play you in basketball to get your time slot. And their coworker muscle man's like, okay, let's do it. And they keep losing. And Mordecai keeps like doubling down and he keeps losing more time. And then out of nowhere, the moon opens up and like this deity of basketball. Oh, uh, what's his, who is he based stretch, right? He's based off. He he's like based off of um, um Will Chamberlain. Who. There we go. So he literally is like, but with a basketball forehead and driving this stretch limo, the yeah. moon becomes a basketball, opens up, and he comes in and like then begins to train Mordecai and Rigby, then gives them powers. Yeah, so like that, like, that at that point you're already in the wild part of it. Yeah, like it, there's it's, always that midpoint that you find the midpoint. And once the moon opened, like whatever caused that to happen, that was the, 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 the yeah, split. like it's uh, it's that's why I love it. You know, it's the yeah. wackiness off of the everyday. Um, so yeah, so that's what I was watching. And then for playing, I haven't really been doing too too much in terms of playing. Like um, Mario Strikers Battle League, they just dropped Shy Guy and Daisy, so I was messing around with that for a little while. I'm actually playing Paper Mario. Like the first one for N64 oh, wow. on the okay. on the Switch's virtual console. Um, nice. So I've been making my way through that. And then obviously doing my, my missions and questesses for uh, Fortnite. All right, all right. How about hey. you, good sir? I don't... I got to get on reading um, Between Magic and Dreams because Mr. Brian oh, the second one, right? The second one because Mr. Brian D. Covington wants me to read it so I can partake in a side story um but we'll oh, nice. talk more on that on a later time so but yeah i have to read that but not really reading anything besides my weekly one piece chapters and boy oh boy this last chapter bro my good sir was basically a commercial for one piece movie uh, film red but i'm just gonna say it. shanks was in that ep- in that chapter and Bruh. But like actually not just like a oh Bro, he's means. been in the last two chapters. Dope. So yeah, so it's it's not like where he showed up in uh Marine Ford and then he like stops a whole war. He's just here like chilling. Um <laughs> but yeah, so I've been reading that. It's been so good. Like I want to go back and reread the last three chapters. That's so good. Uh reading that, uh, which is just my weekly. Um let me see, watching watching my west world which is great everyone should go watch it that's on my list like season one is great like nothing touches season one the latest season i think i said it last time season four is getting that same feeling of season one but mm-hmm. it ain't in season one but i love it but watching watching watch. so me and gabby started watching a show on peacock thanks to you called uh the resort i don't know if you've heard of it is it about a resort it's about two people in a resort now mm. um so it's basically about these two people the actors and actresses uh so yeah the actress from uh how i met your mother she is the mother from how i met your mother 
Um, her name is Kristen Milioti. I always I feel like I'm mispronouncing that. She's the lead of the show. And then William Jackson Harper from The Good Place. If you ever watched that show, he's the black guy. Yeah. Mm, I know who you're go. talking about. I was like, oh, get something in your brain. Um, so they're both the lead. They're, they're a couple that are uh, in this. They're celebrating the anniversary at a resort. And I know they have like their own issues, blah, blah, blah. And we only saw the first two episodes, and a lot happens the first two episodes. They're both 30 to 35 minutes long. And okay. so Emma, which is the, the female, the, the wife, she, they go on an excursion, like doing their like dirt biking, whatever. She falls, hurts herself, and so she finds an old phone. And they do this thing where she, she digs into it, and she finds out this belonged to a boy in the past, like in 2007, I believe. And they okay. get into this mystery thing and they try to find out why, like, what happened to the boy that went missing. Not to get into spoiler territory, but when they figured this stuff out, a hurricane, when the boy went missing, the cops were trying to find what happened, but a hurricane wiped out the, the entire resort back in the day. So the evidence is, is gone. So hmm. in the first two episodes, they're just trying to find out who, what happened to the boy. What what prompts her to go through the phone? Because I know if I would have saw an old phone, I wouldn't be you like, pick oh, it up. Me, yeah, I don't know. Take, let me look it, at this. They make it seem like it's magical because when she hits her head and she sees the phone, she just it's a razor and it's all like crusted up and everything. And she looks at it and she's yeah. like, "What the hell?" And it obviously doesn't work, right? <laughs> like it's a and then like it's a fossil. And, yeah, and then like uh, her husband and like the other people of the excursion show up. And they're like, Emma, was, was, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. And she just puts it in her pocket. And I think the one thing, and in the second episode, you realize that she's just looking for something to be alive. Because you get little stories. And what I love this, and I remember seeing this in like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, when you just see parts of, parts of people's bodies that tell a story without having to say anything. Like you see her in the shower, right? You see Emma in the shower, and oh no, in the bathroom, and she's brushing her teeth. You can see she's not really taking care of her. She has like a cracked tooth because like of cavities. She lifts her sh- her shirt, and you see she has like a cesarean section. Seems like uh, there was a mm-hmm. what's a not abortion uh, a baby that a miscarriage. Yes, it was like a miscarriage. So you, you get these stories, and then it seems like their marriage is like just getting stagnant, and they've been together for like 10, 12 years. So it she doesn't feel alive. So I guess that like seeing the phone made it. I don't know. It just triggers something. And then when she starts to see these things, she's like, Oh, there's a mystery afoot. And, um, she's not even a detective. I don't know what it is. So, and I'm only, we're only two episodes in and it's pretty dope. It's considered a comedy, a comedy mystery. So, no, it's, it's a, it's, hmm. it's a different thing, but maybe in our next recording, I'll give you more on, on that. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, there's only four episodes out. Like me and Gabby were considering either, letting it stack up and watching it or just watch it weekly. But we'll see. I'll get back to you on that. And then playing, I'm not playing anything right now. I'm just writing. Mm. I'm editing. What a shame. I know. How dare you? I know. Shameless plug time. What are you editing or what has come out that you are? Uh, yes. Yes. I, I re not re-release. I released uh, the alien heroes, the prologue of this cartoon. I've been trying to, put up make into a cartoon since what 20 2016 it's been years yeah. six years 
been years. But yeah, I I, re- I released that. So for those listening, um, go take a look. And I, you know what? I'll do a plug at the end because I'm gonna make a little game out of it. Um, mm. yes, and then I'll post about it too. So get your friends on, get your friends on. Remember, you can always follow us at the Average Days Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And from there, you can find our Instagrams as well. Facts. But for Jay, because he's super special. Jay, what's your Instagram? Uh, sky underscore surfer 117. Boom. Boom. So, um, all right. So since you're not playing anything, do you want to just dive into the TV? and movie Yeah, movie? let's dive into it. You know what? I'm going to reorder these. Let's talk about the Andor trailer real quick. That was dope. So, Andor to me, the character was something I, yeah, like Cassie and Andor. Oh, okay. and I guess the show in turn, right? Okay. Was something when they announced it, I was very much like, eh, okay. Same, same, right? It was a show I did not need, I did not care for, exactly. I had no expectations. Facts. And then I saw this trailer and I was like, oh, damn, well, the, like, the first it's gonna be amazing. Too. Because yeah. there was two, there was like two, there was like the behind the scenes. I was like, don't, they're going hard. But I was like, ah, I'm still waiting. Then the teaser trailer dropped. And I was the like, the teaser was nice. This full trailer truly made the teaser look like crap. Teaser still it's, held up, though. I liked it. I liked the it. teaser held up, but like this was like a whole nother level. Yes. Like this, I mean, the teaser oh, yeah. had hooked me. I was going to watch it because of the teaser. Yeah. But now with this trailer, I was like, oh, damn it. Like, I need to watch it. Like, need. It It became from, oh, I want to watch it, to, oh, I need to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something that I truly did not think we needed or whatever. I, I was fine with him just being a character from Rogue One. But, you know, Disney just had to do it to me. And we did discuss that we hope we, we hope this is not something that goes super ongoing. Like, oh, most God, no. two seasons. Yeah. Um, because we all know how this ends. If you've seen Rogue Run, you know he's, spoiler alert, dead. <laughs> I say it too fast. I should give a pause so people can stop <laughs> it. But yeah. Um, yeah, he's dead. What I would love, this is kind of a like sidebar. I would love for Hayden Christensen to come back as Darth, Darth Vader, just put him somewhere in the show. Oh my God. And just like he's just there, like he's breathing, or he's just like, the, the the man in the black mask and then you yeah. just hear like the thing and it's and he doesn't need to be there just hear his his breathing and then that's it it would be nice to it. see just a cameo i'm sure we'll get a cameo of darth vader but it would be nice if like we just know like it's hating christensen you know yeah yeah like still still taking the mantle and not you know just uh kenobi yeah um but yeah the trailer was really dope dude like it's the same same family that did rogue one it looks this trailer, this show looks like it's just shot for the theaters. It like yeah. it's not TV quality. It's the same deal as like Kenobi. It's it's very much it's gonna be like mini movies. Yes. In terms of like production value. Yeah. I but I I feel yeah, I don't know like the and I didn't look into the production value of like how much because I know all these cost mad money, but this one looks like it should not be on Disney Plus. It needs to be <laughs> in the theaters, like on IMAX. Like you saw the space fighting they did, mm-hmm. uh, space fighting, the space battles. What's his name? Skarsgård. I forget his first name. The older one. Yes, the he 
he's you can see that he's a double double agent like he has like yeah. a dark he's like i thought that was going like he has the cowlick and everything when he's like with the rich society and they got the same actress who played in rogue one i forget her name she was like the one of the uh, senators mm-hmm. um that looks like the old senator from like the a new hope like i was like wow like they really look alike they got her and then like the lines are saying like if they, I, I make the people hate me so they don't see what i'm doing and they're like what are you doing and then the door's closing i was like Ooh, <laughs> we know what she's doing <laughs> i think this show and the thing is the thing i love about star wars the thing i love about star wars like and i'm talking about like the shows and not the sequel trilogy is that you know what happens but it's just the tension and how they got there like rogue one we knew they were going to get the plans but it's how they did it we know Diego Luna is, is going to freaking end up in Rogue One and do his thing. But it's like, how did he get there? I love that they're focusing on his story. It's called mm-hmm. Endor. Um, but it seems like they're showing a lot more characters. We get freaking uh, Forrest Whitaker comes back as Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera. Yep. Beautiful. Smart move, people. And they Smart did such move. a good job making him look like... The same. Like- the same but younger you know what i mean like they, they placed him correctly yeah. in the timeline yeah, yeah. It, it's so good like what 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 is there anything i'm missing like i don't i'm just i'm ready for it i'm i'm always a sucker for droids especially the little companion droids in each star I'm wondering wars what the droids gonna be so in each star wars entity right especially since disney has taken them there's always a little. It's always going to have to be a droid companion, you know, for toys. toys. But toys. I'm a sucker for it. I can't wait. I mean, my favorite so far, like I loved Lola in Kenobi, but mm-hmm. my favorite so far has been BD One from um, Fallen Order. Oh yeah, that's always been my favorite. Like BB Eight is cool and all, but like it just it has the stigma with the sequel trilogy. But B, yeah. That, yeah. that, that, like that one, one is my Ooh, is my guy kind of a kind of mini plug there's a there is a possibility that i forget his name the actor playing um cal kestis might make a live action appearance which is dope because you have the actor there that would that would because there's been rumors day. about that for a long time and i i'm trying to think like if you're gonna place him somewhere and because it would have to be it would have to be around the time of andor or kenobi yeah, he he would have to be because well, it's probably closer to the Kenobi timeline because oh yes, facts, 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 facts. Because Andor will take place. Yeah, it takes place right before a couple years later, like maybe ten before. years after Kenobi. Yeah, and Not Fallen maybe Order with Cal Kestis takes place about ten years after um, Order sixty six, which is where Kenobi is. Yeah, facts makes more sense. I mean, I I wouldn't even care. I just yeah, would I love to I see just want to see him like make a thing, yeah. and then one day, you know, because you know, Filoni is uh, Lucas Junior. Um, you know what Filoni is? This is you. Know, I know you're gonna follow me on this, but any true nerd of a Batman Beyond show will get this. So you know how Terry McGinnis is not the son of Bruce Wayne, yeah, but he actually unquote, is not. Yeah, but he's a, he is. I feel like Dave Filoni is George Lucas's son. <laughs> his clone if, son? His clone son, yes. Okay, I get that. And Lucas doesn't know about it. They just have this kinship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, t- I 100% agree. But yeah, if I would be down if Filoni somehow rewrites Starkiller into the series and 
uh, and not into the series, into the this canon. And it doesn't have to be like over the top, blasting, you know, beat him up stormtroopers games. But I just want a cool, cool Star Killer jaunting to space, wanting to kill Vader. Like, how cool a story would that be? The only way. I would accept Starkiller in a live action role in a live action role would be if it is him as a kid getting saved by Darth Vader, the, the prologue of the video game or, or later on when he's like going to go kill Vader, I would not accept anything else because I would need him in a video game. I would I need to play out the actual meat of the story so you can give me the, the bookends, either the very beginning or the very end. I don't want to see the I, middle. Yeah, because like my thing is I it needs to be Sam Witter. And you don't have to make it live action. You can still still try to gear this towards kids, quote unquote. But so think about it. If you look at uh Clone Wars, that's like that's not for kids. I anymore. want even more killing. Like Clone Wars, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a, like people get unalive. But think about it. Like, and this, this is strictly speaking of Disney because I remember in uh, in Nickelodeon's TMNT, you know, from season one, and then gradually they they start kind of showing the killing aspect of things as yeah. the show progresses. And then, spoilers: something happens to someone, and we know who that is. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's really sad. But someone gets it's incredibly stabbed. sad. It's incredibly sad, and it gets stabbed. We don't see the stabbing. We see the stabbing, though, but we but don't see the visceral we see, part of we, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we see it, but it's like now. Are you talking about like that, but more of it, or I'm in talking about form? Star Killer. If he is to, if he is to return to either platform, video game or live action or whatever even if they decided to go an animation route there needs to be a deadpoolian amount of blood and viscera well you know and now that gets into the conversation and we're kind of like diving we're kind of diverging but we're gonna bring it back stay with us guys it i can see we're getting to the territory of disney doing this they already put in the marvel uh netflix shows on there they can do it you're now, if now it would be cool, like because it's animated, it doesn't mean it can't be rated R. Yes, kids are going to gravitate to it because it's animated. But then again, this is up to the parents with their. Uh, I mean, ratings controls. ratings are there for a reason. Yeah, and then there's parental controls. Like, just put it put it in there and be like, kids can't watch this. So now Child. we can just watch it and not have fears about our kids wanting to be Star Killer. Yep. <laughs> I want to be Star Killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I, but all I ask for is Sam Witter to voice him because it has to be him. He was yeah. good yeah. voicing, uh, good yep. at voicing him because he was him. I and concur. Yeah. But going back, Andor, that was great. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm making my way downtown. Walking fast. How would you feel about a Drago movie? So, not as absolutely furious as Sylvester Stallone. That's for sure. (laughs) So, (laughs) I saw a 
I guess it was within the same thing. It was, it was like a blurb. Yeah, because because I follow him on on the interwebs, so I saw his post first, and it mm. was a screenshot of the upcoming Drago movie. I'm pretty sure I had heard about it like forever ago, and you know, just but it hasn't been. In, it's not like in production. It's no, just no, like no, no, no. He didn't know about it. Yeah. So it, lo and behold, Sylvester Stallone came out, made a statement saying how he didn't know about this movie getting made. It's called Drago. It's supposed to be kind of like a a Creed-esque spinoff of the Rocky series following Ivan Drago. And it is oh, like... Really? So it's not his son? It's, it's him training his son. Oh. And it's like... It's, it's Creed. It's Creed, again, just oh, yeah, Drago. It, it would be Creed. And it's like... And kind of take off that. It's like, okay, we had Rocky right back in the day. Now we it's time for a new version of that. And in modern day, um, yes, we had Apollo Creed back then, but it was just a side character. But to be a lead, um, for Michael B. Jordan to be playing that lead role, especially for our generation, you know, we need people of color to look up to that. You know, everyone had yeah. the Rocky. Like, we need that. I don't think it's uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. Does it feel like – because even when I watch Rocky on – on TV, it I still mm-hmm. feel the, the the love and passion behind that. Not saying yeah. Creed one and two didn't have it. I'm just saying I don't think it has that same gravitas as uh, the Rocky original three. I'm gonna say three. Well, you have like, to remember, I guess Rocky, especially Rocky one, has this place in cinema pantheon. In, in, exactly, like, exactly. You know, Rock, and it wasn't until much much later that I found this out. But Sylvester Stallone, you know, had no money. He wrote this movie, bankrupted himself trying to make it, and then it was this huge hit. And it was very much a down-and-out street urchin tale written mm-hmm. by somebody who's kind of living that life. Like, it was, yeah. that was, you know, not that he was a boxer or anything, but that was his life. You know, he was super poor, just trying to make ends meet, and he got lucky. You know, Rocky is a fantastic movie, but he got lucky, and he got his chance to make it. And I think. All of that passion, all those like blood, sweat, and tears that he put into it is like almost tangible in the first Rocky movie. Yeah. Like you can you can feel that this is like from the moment you sit down and watch it, you know, from the very beginning up until he screams Adrian's name, like it it is a work of love, you know? Yeah, you feel that. And yeah, like not to say, like again, I'm not saying Creed is not a good movie. It's just because think about it. Whoever was sitting in the room was like, yo, we should just remake Rocky. And they're like, no, no, no. Let's make a movie about Creed's son and illegitimate son or blah, blah, blah. That's just the mm-hmm. suits getting into the, the nostalgia of things. And I, that's and that we've complained about remakes and reboots all this time and rebate, reboot sequels. But this is something I didn't know I wanted because I like Creed. And I, I somewhat like Creed 2. Creed 1 to me is still like top, top notch. But um, when they when there this Drago rumor came out, this is something that's not in the works. It's just in discussion to make. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's needed. I don't think I would relate to him in this point in time. Now it's just another. Again, he's Russian, but then it wouldn't it wouldn't be good too because you know in our reality, Russian is going to war with Ukraine and Russia is the bad guy at this point. Like, why make a movie about two Russians and? you know, being poor in a country that is being a monster. To be honest, I don't think we need it. Just that, I'm just going to say it. We, we, I don't think we need it either. Like in Creed 2, he 
faced off against the son of I would love them to come you know, back. It's just like I I it's and I think I kind of Okay. Let me let me go rewind ahead, a little ahead. bit. So all of this is coming off of a uh, social media post from Sylvester Stallone calling out the producers, Erwin Winkler, right? Yes. Calling yep. him uh, like a parasite. And he's just bleeding these characters that, you know, Sylvester Stallone created that he's bleeding exactly. these characters dry. So Sylvester Stallone was very much a part of Creed 1 and 2. He yeah. has stepped away from the third iteration that's coming out. Uh, exactly. Michael B. Jordan's to direct that one. You know, he Sylvester Stallone has every right to be pissed because, 100%. you know, this was something that he created that other people are now putting their hands on. And to his point, they're bleeding it dry. Drago is unnecessary. Like what? Like we already got a taste of them, right? In in Creed 2. That's it. We don't need anything else about it. And, and exactly. And I would have been like I said, I would be fine. If um, they came back, like hypothetically, let's say there was a Creed Four, and it's funny enough, it would be kind of a remake of like the original Rocky series. Like, let's say uh, Creed needs help, and they're like, "Yo, remember when we fought and you beat me? I can help you." Like, it obviously would have been like that verbatim, but it'd be something cool. Now, you read that from a post earlier. I read something from a post from Dolph Ru- Lund- Lund- uh, Lund- Lundgren. Yep. That he said that he thought that Sylvester Stallone was going to be a producer in this because he didn't know that he did not mm-hmm. know. He just, but then like, this is all not verbatim. This is from what I read like earlier today or yesterday. He's, they're, they're like, they're really good friends. They're like best friends. But yeah. um, he really thought uh, Sylvester Stallone was tied on this film, this, in this possible film. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's going to be talks behind the scene. They're all good. That's what he says. They're, everything's all good, and they're, they're not, like, butting heads. But we'll see what happens. But when it comes to, like, making this movie, I don't think we need it. I think they should just bring them back as characters um, in the hands of, in the world of Creed. I think it should live in the world of Creed instead of, yeah. again, bleeding it out. Because then it's insincere. You're just trying to make money, which we've always complained about these reboots slash remakes. Yeah, it's a it's a very blatant, you know, cash grab. Yeah. Like, I forget what movie. I recently heard another thing that was getting a reboot. And I was like, why are we doing this? Like, leave it alone. But um Yeah. But I'm happy to to know that uh Rocky, I mean while well, Rocky, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and uh <laughs> uh Lundgren are are good. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. All right, so into some sad news that we got today as of uh, August 2nd. WB slash Discovery drops Batgirl. And like, I feel like that's such a stupid thing to do. They wasted money. Like, we're talking about, what was it, $90 million 90, that they yes. used to, to make this movie? And yeah, so it's, they're saying at minimum $70 million, but numbers are closer to a hundred million dollars like it's so stupid like they are just throwing money out like and, and on top of it all the biggest grab i think for me not only to see batgirl in her first big movie and all that you know um it was to see michael keaton come back as batman mm-hmm. you know they made that a big deal he's on the movie poster like it was a thing they Talked about it to the high heavens that Michael Keaton is returning to play Bruce Wayne. 
but so many things are happening. Even with Flash, she was supposed to make a return. And it's just weird. Yeah, you know, it's just, I feel like, I, I don't even know what Warner Brothers Wait, is doing right you, now. And look, and the way we're seeing it, so me and my friends were talking about it today, or like moments ago, uh, before we started recording. You know, they made this announcement, and we were joking how we were sending each other gifts of like John Wick uh, shooting people in like the lobby. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is what the, the suits are doing. They're trying to just shut down everything that was not needed. Like, for example, uh, you, did you hear about Gotham Knights? Like, not the game, the CW show that they're trying to make or that they made and shot. They and scrapped that too? No, they should scrap oh. it. It needs to scrap before it airs. When, when we're done, go watch that video and tell me how poo It's going it to look like, like garbage, it's, I'm sure. Let me tell you the premise. Batman's son is recruiting the, the villain kids to find out who killed Batman. Sick. On CW. Sick. Just because, and they're going to ride the, the hype of the Gotham Knights game because of the same name. <laughs> but what no villain kids? What villain kids? Who's I don't know. Like... Oh, Joker's kid is gonna like yeah, yes. Joker's kid is gonna Dude, partner with yeah. Since Watch when does he have he a can. kid? It's like it doesn't make any sense. They're just trying to make money, and I hope if WB slash Discovery, and I keep saying that because Discovery did a merger with WB. If they decide to cl- if they're cleaving away the things that they don't need, I hope that's one of them. Uh, Flash is also getting their last season, which look, Flash has been going on too long. It, it's it, that needs yeah, to go. Season all the, nine, all the CW hero shows, the Arrowverse needs to be cut off. That's it. I'm I'm saying this. I'm this is what I'm saying. It's opinion. They need to get cut <laughs> off now. For them to cut off Bat uh, Batgirl, look, this is why I talked about pandering earlier. I remember when they announced it. Look, initially, Josh Whedon was supposed to do it. Obviously, Josh Whedon is a bad person now. And we'll get, you can find out why he's a bad person. Um, if for mm-hmm. you, uh, Avengers fans, find out. Um, he, was a, he was a hero to all of us, but he kind of let us down. He messed it up. He messed it up for everybody. And not just because he messed up, you know, Justice League. It's other things. He did bad things in real life. In real life, he did bad things. You know, we had Batgirl. They had no director. We had no writer. And then they're like, okay, and this is with the height of, you know, Black Lives Matter. Let's just pander and just make Bat, uh, Batgirl black. And I'm like, okay, cool, but what are you going to do? You're just doing, you're just showing me a black woman who's going to play bad girl. Not saying, I'm not taking it away from the woman. She's probably a great actress. What are you doing with the story? And all this hoopla is that, okay, Keaton's going to be it. This is good. They show us the costume for it, which I was against because I was like, okay, now you're just copying this costume that works in the comic books but doesn't work in live action. They were shying away with the Zack Snyder's uh, universe. And although we're not seeing things. And then you go spend this kind of money just to scrap it. That, and then you mentioned it before, and we were talking about Spider-Verse. That was love. You tell me you did not put an ounce of love into this movie just to scrap it? I think it was a really dumb... It was an MMO. This is this week's MMO. It's a massive yeah. missed opportunity. Yes. This was so dumb in so many ways, and it's going to let down a bajillion people across the globe. It's going to, yeah, it's, it is. But look, if we're, if this is a foresight, if this is me foresighting, this is the, the, J, the Jay's uh, Mewtwo verse 
I don't know. I don't know if he could see in the future. I don't know. Disregard that. Um, if this is their plan to hack away at nonsensical things and to quote my friend and to quote Justice League, to bring the unity back, meaning if you're going to try to bring back Zack Snyder, if it's not too late, bring back Henry Cavill, bring back, like, and this is going to kind of bring me back. But we already get confirmation at San Diego that they're not going to move forward. No, but I'm Snyder saying, this is, no, 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 this is, but this is behind closed. This is me. This is, remember, this is just the foresight, Jay. This okay. is foresight, okay. Jay. If they're trying to, look, it's too late to play catch up with Marvel. Do your thing. And that's all I'm saying. This is not me ranting. This is just what if they're just hacking away nonsensically. I'm not saying Batgirl's nonsensical. I'm just saying. Like maybe if they like, they saw that it was going to fail. Like they saw that it wasn't good and they're like, all right, let's just cut our losses. And that's why that was one of the things in one of the blurbs I read. It's like, they're like, oh, they look like it was going to do well. They're not going to recoup. And I was like, okay, but you still spend all that money. I feel like you made, you knew about this months ago, but you just decided to let that out now. Now, I mean, if if that's a thing, then I hope like I hope that they're going to just do this to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like I I hope this 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 black Superman thing doesn't happen. Like we don't need it. We we have a. If you're gonna make a black Superman, give me steel. Like, whoo, that just make I I I don't I don't understand. Because think about it. The whole point of of like the this uh. The Shazam, like the Shazam family, because they're there because the Justice League aren't there, literally makes Steel, bro, because Superman's not there. I just gave them a free (laughs) idea. And then hire Shaq again. Just do it, just (laughs) cuz. Just have Shaq play him again. That's a joke. But seriously, you literally could get Steel with the modern technology. Give me an Iron Man, but with steal with the s and the and be like where's superman he's just disappeared and then there's it, that would be like the way to bring back henry cavill into the universe i i like Ooh. maybe this doesn't go the same route as sort of inclusion but if you want to have the shazam family the shazamly there mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because justice league's not there when superman's gone in like old comics and stuff who came in bizarro superman and he did everything backwards and he thought that he was you know what i'm saying like he thought that he was superman but he's not then you can have the whole shazam family fighting someone of superman's caliber that would make sense and then that's a pure way to get henry cavill superman to come back in and to get people back in there and look again like two good movie ideas speaking speaking to marvel and uh the big heads stop pandering Marvel and DC, stop banding. Yeah, it just it comes off as disingenuous. It's it's not. Yeah, disingenuous is like I know. There's we got Blue Beetle. That to me is genuine because he is a. uh, I don't know what his actual. uh, I know he's a Latinx. uh, I think he's Mexican. Maybe okay. I I I think so. I'm trying to I'm trying to recall Young Justice because it's been a while, but he's still of Latinx descent. Yeah, like it it still works. There's talks of Static Shock, but yeah, I'm a, uh, no, I would love that also. But Static Shock yeah. is something where it's like it would have to be done with a lot of love and a lot of exactly. like, like they could not mess that up. Especially because Especially with the documentary of Milestone just being released, yeah. they have to do a good job. But anyway, but you were gonna say 
before we hop off of this like band, this like yeah, this rant here. I just I just looked into the Gotham Knights thing. I pulled up the wiki on it. Yeah. So this sounds absolutely ridiculous, and I just yes. want to share with our yeah. listeners. This is the Wikipedia page on it. One sentence. <laughs> Gotham Knights is an upcoming American superhero television series created by all these people and the CW. It centers on the members of the Batman family and other DC comic supporting characters and is set to premiere in 2023. The premise is in the wake of Bruce Wayne's death, his rebellious adopted son. So it's no one we've ever met before. His rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for the murder and attempt to clear their names. So somehow all of these people are framed from Batman's murder and they have to clear their names. That's not going to last an episode. But, but listen to these names, dude. These names are wild. So first up, the cast includes we have Turner Hayes as Bruce Wayne's adopted son. Who the hell that is? I don't, I don't know. know. I've never heard that name before. Carrie Kelly. Okay, Carrie Kelly is Bluebird. She's Har- Bluebird? I that's that makes the, Oh no, I'm sorry. Carrie Kelly is um the Robin from Oh no no from I know Dark that. Rises. I'm just like yeah. I don't know why they would make her Bluebird. She's okay. no no no. That's Go not ahead. no no no. Harper Rowe. Harper yeah, Rowe. Harper Rowe. Yes, I know who that is. Is Bluebird. So it's Harper Rowe and Cullen Rowe. I don't know who Cullen Rowe is. I don't know who Cullen Rowe is. I think it's her brother or some shit like that. I know who Harper Rowe is. And then we have Duela Dent. I don't know who that is. As the Joker's daughter. Dent. Dent. Like Harvey Dent. Yeah. And then we oh, also have ooh, Harvey Dent is in this. For- Harvey Dent is in this. And then random person called Brody. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> Stephanie Brown. Who Stephanie I'm, Brown is uh She's the daughter of Clue Master. Spoiler. I think. And she was a Batgirl and a Robin. Oh, none of these people are like i think i'm thinking of someone else but yeah she's she's someone that's in the in the canon but none of the anyone else they're just made but like i this show needs to get chopped off like i can't wait to watch this this trailer because yes this show seems so nonsensical in terms of like what they're doing because none of these people are even like besides i guess Two Face and the Joker. Like none of these kids are really like like. What does it matter? Like why would they ever be in? Con- like why would any of these people ever be in even talks of <laughs> of exactly. the death of Bruce Wayne? Like exactly. It, it makes just, no sense. They're, look, they're putting it on CW. It's for kids. The growing. It's a slice. Of, not slice of life. It's up and coming. Like. We already had a um, coming of age story. Or we had, yeah, coming. We already had Riverdale. Like, that's cool. Like, stay with that. We don't need Gotham Knights, especially when you're riding high off the video game. Cause I'm sure that's just going to make that game look even better. Or it could just do the inverse and just make it look bad. Dude, they are sullying the name Gotham Knights. Like, this is hot what garbage. Are protecting? They're not nice. They're children. They're children. And it, it, they're so obscure. Like, I still don't understand why any of them would be even talked about as like 
murdering Bruce Wayne. Like, like who? who is this, is all, someone really going to think one all, of the Robins killed listen Bruce Wayne? Listen, let's, let's get this straight. If Superman can't kill Bruce Wayne, <laughs> none of these kids are there. I solved it. They don't air this show, please. Like, ay, ay, ay. Anyway, but, before we rant into it, to finish the rant of the Batgirl thing, um, yeah, I, if, what I was going to say is hopefully there's something behind closed doors that we're not seeing, that they're hacking away at stuff that we don't need, like Gotham Knights, which brings me into our next topic. Ben Affleck was seen shooting a scene <laughs> in Aquaman Dose. And I'm wondering if he was replacing Keaton because Keaton was supposed to be in Aquaman. So is he supposed to? Yeah. So look, Keaton and Ben Affleck were supposed to be in Flash, but because stuff Mm -hmm. going on with Ezra Miller, which I hope they need, they figure that out because dude needs help. And I'm not trying to be funny about that. He does need help. They need to figure that out. I don't know if that was going to lead into Aquaman 2. I don't know what was supposed to come out first. Keaton mm-hmm. was supposedly in Aquaman 2. And then, I don't know if I read it wrong, Ben Affleck's Batman is supposed to replace Keaton's Batman. So, I don't know. Or they're both supposed to show up. But all I know is he was dressed in Bruce Wayne's suit, in the Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne uh, costume, and he, was, he shot a scene. Is this a way to bring back the original Justice League um, when it comes to the politics of uh, WB? Or what? But I thought that was good. I'm hyped that Ben Affleck is coming back. Dude is happy. He's marrying J-Lo. Like, he is on <laughs> cloud nine right now. So he's probably like, I'll do Batman. So what? Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that at the bare minimum, this gives us Bat, uh, Batfleck. You know, I, I enjoyed his, his run at the Cape Crusader and the, the real Justice League, not that garbage that came out in the theaters. Uh-huh. But you know, I I I mimic the sentiments. I hope you know they they figure out the Ezra Miller situation. I did want to see Keaton in that, even though I'm not a fan of Ezra Miller's Flash. I wanted to see Batfleck and Keaton's Batman in that. I I don't know. I still haven't seen the first Aquaman, so I don't know the the through they, line. It, I don't. There wouldn't be any through line. I think at this point, I'm forgetting how it ends. I believe. He beats his brother, and I don't think he really becomes king. I think he does become king, actually, of Atlantis. But other than, I don't. I don't think there would be a through line in this. I know the villain for this one is definitely to be uh, Yaya Mateen's uh, Black Manta. See, that's um, cool. That's like, cool. That's to me. pretty badass. But I don't know what the whole concept of the story is going to be. But mm-hmm. we'll see. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy that this is a thing. I hope they keep that scene in the movie, like just breathe new life into it. I mean, even if somehow some way this brings Zack Snyder back into the conversation of, all right, we're not going to do the Snyder verse, but let's blow it up and start again. Soft reboot, same people, same actors. And we just start anew. But then that's what I'm saying. It has to be soon. Cause it's getting to a point where it's going to be too late because oh, yeah. actors age out. Like, Henry Cavill doesn't look the same when he did in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League because that was shot so long ago. Yeah, you know, they just released it. You know, if you think about it. I mean, give me an old man, old man Superman. Yes, old man Superman. You think about uh, Superman Beyond from Batman Beyond with the gray hairs. 
Like I'm with that. Sure. I'm with it. But yeah, I, if this is a way to bring back these characters, even uh, Gagodo with like yo with her second movie, mm, she needs a comeback. She needs a comeback. I, like I said, soft reboot, just blow it up. Yeah. Blow it up and have Scotty Snides, I mean, just, Jackie Snides do it from the beginning. Yeah, just have them like literally start the movie where they're fighting Darkseid. That's it. Easy. You had me. Oh, beautiful. That, that's all it needs to be. They're just fighting Darkseid on, on Apocalypse. Just. It just opens the, up and they're just beating the crap out of it. You don't even hit the ground running. You just hit the ground. Like in theaters. You're just <laughs> like, you feel the gravity of that. But anyway. That's we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it off from there because we can go on forever for this. So, our last thing in our box docket, uh, video games. It doesn't seem like there was a lot this week except for one, but we'll get to that in a second. Justin, you wanted to bring up a specific game that requires four wheels and a board. Yeah. So this new version of basketball is now going to require. <laughs> <laughs> so, imagine. as everyone knows, a drought. And skateboarding video games has been taking place for quite some time. We, Long time. You know, Skate 4 was officially announced, and now it is being branded as kind of like a reboot of the series, and oh. it's just being called Skate. It's going to be a free-to-play. It has cross-play and cross-progression. Some of these things might seem like red flags for a game like this, mm-hmm. but they have kind of shown it off. They... uh so EA released a kind of like alpha build trailer, right? Just kind of like a work in progress. Yes. Like kind of apologizing like, hey, we haven't said a lot about this game, but this is what we're working on. And it looks really cool. You can do like, it looks like some uh, parkour and like forerunning type deal. You know, you get off hmm. your board. It looks like maybe there's some like Tony Hawk underground influence there. Like I, I'm pretty sure I saw some like graffiti elements. So it it just. So you think there's like a story mode where it's like a GTA but with boards? It it, it kind of looks like that. It looks like there's gonna be a classic story like we've always seen with skate. Skate has always been like, oh, you're a skater and you gotta you know make your way to the big leagues. Um, mm. And then it it seems almost as if we'll have this open maybe like GTA esque yeah GTA esque sandbox uh, free to play multiplayer thing. Because it shows off all these skaters just running around doing stuff like doing crazy stunts and like like I said running around doing some parkour stuff. It's it's all pre-alpha stuff. They do have some vertical slices of the game that are like fully rendered with textures mm. and everything, and it looks beautiful. Mm. Like I'll definitely check that out. I'm surprised it I looks just like straight up real life. And then there's you know then it goes back to like 3D models and untextured stuff but the the little slices that they gave that were fully rendered absolutely beautiful so with this free-to-play model that they're implementing these are the the four rules that they've shared that apparently they're not going to break at any point so there's no pay to win there's no map areas locked behind paywalls there's no paid loot boxes and there are no paid gameplay advantages that's good so what I gather from that is it's probably going to be like maybe like the Fortnite model or like, you know, a, sh- a first person shooter model of cosmetic stuff, right? Like you're, you're going to be able to do anything everyone else can. But if you want certain skins, maybe if you want a certain brand like Vans, Adidas, Nike, you know, yeah. whatever, 
you're, you're going to have to pay a couple bucks to, to get the various collections. So okay. it seems awesome. Uh, you know, they have a, it's like a, they're calling it a pre, pre, pre alpha state. And they are like recruiting playtesters in order to test the environment and stuff. Don't expect a beta or like any type of real te- open testing to happen in a really long time. But um, in the coming months, they are going to open some play tests and they're going to kind of like give people some more stuff going on. The last skate game was Skate 3 and it came out in 2010. So we're talking about probably, I mean, I, I haven't even heard of other skateboarding games, really. Yeah. So you look, we're looking at up until now, 12 years without a real skateboarding game in, in the limelight. And Skate 3 was the worst one. <laughs> I loved Skate 1. Skate 2, it was good because they kind of updated a lot of the things and they, they made certain elements better and cleaner. But yeah. I feel like the story took a really big um, dip backseat. Oh, got it. You know, whereas 3, it was just to me, it felt like they were trying to do too much. And it just it just did not end up well. So I'm very optimistic for Skate to come out, you know, formerly Skate Four, and you know, everyone just give it a, give it a look look see. The 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 trailers on IGN if anyone wants to take take a look, but it, it definitely looks really cool, and I'm super about it. I have to take a look. That looks interesting. Like I never I remember playing Skate One for a bit, but it was all right. I loved it just because, like, I always liked the the campiness of Tony Hawk, yeah. right? Pro skaters as well as underground, like, it, they have big places in my heart. But the fun thing about skate was it made you feel like you were actually skateboarding. Mm-hmm. You had to use both dual sticks to yeah. like really do the tricks and stuff. So there was a and there was like a sort of a bit of technique that went behind it. Yeah. It's kind of like a street, like a fighting game. So you have to do like yeah. specific moves to do it. Exactly. Yeah, it made you feel like you were doing it. Yeah. yeah it, so it was like easy to pick up, hard to master. One of those things. Okay. And, you know, it was, it was just a fun time. But last bit of news, video game news, before we hit the big topic. Yes. This came out. This was kind of all over the place. It made its rounds on the interwebs uh, about a week, week and a half ago. If you haven't heard of it, then you're under a rock <laughs> there is a remaster of the simpsons hit and run coming it is a fan-made remaster so don't expect any like console support it's probably just going to be pc right it is a, like it's a remaster steam console yeah it's a remaster mod of hit and run so i don't necessarily know what it's gonna be to like to run it but mm. like i said it's most likely just gonna be on pcs it is it looks really great so far. The funny part about it is it's being done by one guy. He has a Patreon up right now and he's putting up updates of like on his YouTube and everything about how he's going about it, but he is a 2D animator and mm. video game creator. So he's reanimating all the cutscenes from the original in nice. 2D animation. So okay. I don't know for anyone that's played it. The original game had these 3D pre-rendered cutscenes, right? The 3D models of the in-game characters that you'd play with. So he reanimated everything in classic Simpsons animation. That's cool. So it looks great. Like all the cutscenes look pretty fantastic, and it's hand-drawn animation. He he's not using uh, rotoscoping or anything like that. 
and it it looks great. All these cutscenes look absolutely fantastic. They look like they pulled out of the Simpsons movie. As far as the actual game and gameplay goes, it's still a ways off, but yeah. he is he is making his way. I'm still hoping for like a true um remake of that game or remaster. It's one they of my favorite games. Him. Yeah. So this is another thing. If if you get the word out, you speak about it, you give this enough traction, who knows? You know, this that's what happened with um Brian Whitehead with uh Sonic Media, right? He was a yeah, dedicated yeah. fan, his stuff I got I remember you telling me about that years ago too. He's a dedicated fan, his stuff got you know, he made mods and remakes and fan games, and then he got a shot at uh helping port Sonic into like iOS and Android, and those ports did so well that he finally got a shot to make his own Sonic game. So, you know, these these are things that happen, you know, and this guy has some serious passion for this for this movement, you know, because that's what it was. It was a full movement. The Simpsons hit and run was like was family friendly GTA, you know. Yeah. So to see it again on consoles is an absolute dream. So everyone go check them out. I'll link it in the description. But um, but yeah, it's another video game tidbit. And um. Keep your eye out because you never know. Facts. I will. I will do that. Um, but you mentioned GTA. So I'm not going to make another announcement on GTA 5, a remaster, <laughs> <laughs> which they did do. Um, great news, everyone. Uh, GTA 6. They did. Wait, they're doing another. I guess they have to, right? What? Another GTA 5 remaster? Yeah, I, think they, I think they did it already. For PS5? For PS5? I think they did. I could be wrong. Okay, okay, okay. But I, I was I was joking that they sh- they're not going to make that announcement, but I think they did. But GTA Six was announced, and the the thing that is rocking the world is that you finally can play as a female character. Yeah, and I wonder if it's you. It's only one character, or they're going to do the three character thing, or like the multiple character. I don't care as long as I can play GTA Six. I think that's. I'm just stoked that GTA Six is out. Like it's not out, but it's announced. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm happy that they're working on it because GTA Five just felt like it was the game. It was the game that was never gonna die. You know, it's milked it so they couldn't milk no more. It came out on Xbox and PS3, and it's just been Xbox 360 and PS3. Excuse me, and it's just been riding the wave, man. And you know what? I can see why it was that good of a game. And then I think the online factor was was it too. Because like, I love that game because it was just like, it was such a different story. Like you, it really, like the story was really good. And what's wild to me, I've never finished part four, but like four story was mad, but like this really had good story. Yeah, four was okay, but five was out of this world. And I mean, playing as a female, being a male, I can't like I I I can't honestly say that I've ever really like thought about playing as a female yeah, in GTA. That would be different, but it it'd be different, and it's dope. I mean, they're also saying that this game is supposed to be like influenced by Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, so I'm like super on board for that. It's gonna take place in Vice City. Yeah. So I'm super on board with that. That sounds awesome. I don't even care what time period it's in. If it's like you know old school bonnie and clyde over it's gonna be more modern like i Uh, I, i'm all for it so i do know that it was originally codenamed 
Project Americas, mm. and it was going to include like big territories based on North America and South America. So this mm. was going to be a much bigger project. They did say that it's going to be adding on. Uh, like if things are happening in the game, things will have, I don't think it's going to be cross platform, but within your single player story, it's just going to continue to build. Like the world is going to be lived in. Yeah. Like things are happening kind of like, uh, like animal crossing things happen when yeah. you're not doing anything. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Yeah. I remember hearing reports a couple years ago that rockstar was out in New York, California and Miami. Uh, doing like photo mapping like they were just getting photos of sceneries oh, nice. and stuff to try and 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 the the thought behind it you know the rumors circulating were like oh they're you know building out maps again and what's in those areas liberty city vice city san andreas so it was seen as like oh maybe on gta 5 the map is going to be massive include all these places but now it kind of seems like maybe it was gonna be a part of gta right. 6 yeah they did scale it back. Apparently, a lot of that was scrapped to reduce crunch for employees because mm. Rockstar did come under fire not too long ago about crunch. Um, yes. Crunch has been a big thing for a, a little while at, at Rockstar. But I'm I'm kind of happy that they're going to focus in a little bit more on this game because the best part about GTA V was that it all took place in... Wow, I'm forgetting. Oh my god, it's, it's not, not San Andreas. Andreas. It's in, in San Los Andreas Santos. Los Santos. Los Santos. San Andreas is there, but not Los Santos. Yes. Exactly. So it took place all in Los Santos and it had three storylines that interweaved. So it was a very focused in, right? Like it, it took place in this one area and it just the story elements between these three characters and how they cross paths was what really sold the game. And then on top of that, the online uh platform just you know, continuously exploded yeah. over time. But if they're going to focus it in on this, like Bonnie and Clyde story where you're the female protagonist and, you know, I, I would just love to see another solid story come out of this. Exactly. I agree. Maybe we get more players, especially female characters, like not saying that they're female people that aren't playing GTA, but I think we'll get more female uh, players on this because, because of it. And I'm yeah. not saying it's only for females. Like it's it's just going to be really dope. And again, story is like the selling point for me. Yeah, yeah. It'll definitely be easier because when you see representation, right? I, I think it it allows you to relate to that character more. A hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. So I I can imagine you know more female gamers like gravitating and be like, oh, you get to play as a girl. Let me try it out. True. Um, but then when this game finally comes out, it's going to be <laughs> getting milked for like 20 years. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If they have. I I don't know. Like, and that's the thing, right? Do they. Like, what do they do to the crazy world that's in GTA five? Are they going to shut down those servers? At or? some point they will. It's kind of like when they shut down. I remember when they shut down Halo. I, I remember when they shut down Halo two servers. Like it, it, it just it's just gonna happen. It, they'll keep it open, but I just yeah. Remember. But like, hey, I mean, Halo Two compared to GTA Five, like no, but we're I mean, talking in the comparison about when Two got closed, like Four and Five were out. Yeah, and I like, I, or what? Well, yeah, I think Four and Five were out, and Two finally got closed. So like, it'll be a while before GTA Five closes out, I, unless when you stop seeing when the activity starts to drop, then they're like, okay, it's time. Like, are they gonna? I guess like. 
like, do you risk it, right, to close out your servers on GTA 5 to force everyone to go to GTA 6? No, well, you have to see that arise in GTA 6. So once the it's like it has to beat it out. Once 6... Yeah, but like, out, what? Right? But what's the quickest way to do that? Give them no option. You know what I mean? Oh, that, is, that is the quickest way, but then that's how you... You get angry people. <laughs> so, I think or you, could, do, you could ease people into it. Think or about do it. they like, do the thing of like maybe they just change it from being GTA Five online to just GTA Online? That, that would be its own thing. So it would just be it'll be cross platforming them. Yeah, that's fine. like what if what if it's just GTA Online and you can carry over your progress from Five, or you can start a new game in Six. We could, and yeah, you that, just that is we to be honest. You're not wrong because we have the technology. I just feel like it's money for them. And that's 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 when the conversation gets weird. Like, oh, it's too much money. Bah, bah, bah. Because like what if like I can imagine if if I'm sitting on the the board of directors for Rockstar and I'm just like, what if we change the name? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I could imagine, like, again, I don't play GTA 5 online or anything, so I don't know too much about, like, the ecosystem. But what if they opened the airport, right? What if they opened up the airport and out of nowhere it's like, oh, book your tickets for Miami today and or, like, you know, Vice City today, and you can travel between, you know, it'd be between servers, uh, you know, quote-unquote, but you travel the map and you can go to freaking miami you yeah. can have a place in los santos and a place in vice city okay you know what I'm like i feel like there's like gta 5 has become gta 5 online has yeah. become such a big thing yeah that would be like i feel like for them to close it out it would almost be like fortnite right like epic games saying we're gonna make fortnite 2 and it's like Bio. But you know what it is? I've always been a big advocate for stuff that is digital like that. Like, you know, my complaint about sports games in general. I really yeah. do not care for sports games because like, yo, you're going to get that 2K? You can get that MLB? I'm like, bro, if you just put it online and just call it MLB and stop wasting plastic and making these games. I always <laughs> complain about this to everyone. They're like, they're like, yo, you playing 2K? I'm like, I don't play that game because I don't want to pay for a disc that's just not going to be, that I'm not going to play next year. So, like I, and I agree with you. I don't. I don't know why. So GTA like, can do that. They can be the first to be like, "Yo, oh, not the first, but like Fortnite, just keep updating it because it's a pop. You don't need to update graphics. The gameplay yeah, is still just, the same. Just make it an open, like a con- like a Minecraft, like just constantly updating and adding new elements. And exactly. then you just, if you want to download these patches, you know, to to fix and things and, and make, make it more realistic. modern, you do. If you can't use LeBron. You can't lose your lose uh, use LeBron. <laughs> once he's out he's out you gotta play with the rock that you got right now yep yeah and then that's the thing right because every year with these different 2k games you're paying for the rosters because they stop updating 2k let's say 2k20 right they stop updating those rosters after a while yep. and it forces you to get the new one uh-huh. so it's it's dumb because now that we have digital games like you can continuously do that and they could just have a team work on it all the time and you could do the Fortnite model, which I think is a fantastic model. Yeah. Every three months you pay 25 or 20 bucks 
to have yeah, exactly. everything unlocked. And then it's just a continuous stream of gaming. Yeah. It's like it's like I said, the technology exists because, like I said, when I went from PS4 to PS5 from uh, playing Horizon, Horizon Two, my my saved file went over. So, like, yes, yeah. that's a small scale, but it can be done on a big scale for GTA. So, I agree yeah. with you. I can see it happening. But if they decide not to go, they're just going to force people out. Yep. But yeah. So that is the end of our show for today. If you had, if there were any lessons that you learned, share with us. We, I don't know if we put out any lessons out there, but you know, don't litter. Um, be nice to your friends, <laughs> and um, stay safe. I feel like I did like a Captain Planet's, uh, and uh, you know, only you can prevent pollution. Yeah. Um, but yeah, be safe with like monkey, you know, monkeypox out there, and COVID's still out there too. Yes. But yes, this is the end of the Average Jays. I'm Jay Jeremy Francois. And I'm Jay Justin Ruiz. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on all the social medias. And if you already listened to this podcast, share your episodes all over the place. We're on literally every platform out there. We just got accepted to be on Amazon Music and Audible. So we're now officially on those platforms as well. And also including like Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music, Stitcher. Literally anything you can think of. We're famous, guys. Follow us. We're famous. And share. All right, guys. Well, goodbye. Bye.